just like lunch in a picnic basket, you can take your learning on the go. It's time for the Podcast PD Picnic. Hmm, what's in here today? Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Podcast PD Picnic. I am Craig Badura, also known as at Mr. Badura on Twitter, and I am joined by my guest tonight, Jennifer Badura. My beautiful wife is going to join us tonight, and I've been doing a lot of thinking on what I would like to talk about tonight, and I think as we head into the new school year, I thought it would be good to do a podcast for maybe some of the uh, the new teachers out there. So some of you are getting prepared for a new school year, you're kind of wondering where do you start at, where do you go, so I think that we're just going to have a conversation for about the next 10 minutes or so about maybe some advice that we could give you as uh, veteran educators. I've been in education for 20 years, and how long have you been? Um, this will be my 26th year. 26th year. So I think back to when I first started teaching 20 years ago and going into the classroom, and uh, I was very nervous the first day. How about you? I was, um, I don't know if I was really nervous, actually. I was very excited to, I started teaching fourth graders. And I was very excited to meet them and to um, just start on something that I had dreamed my whole life, that that's what I was meant to be doing. And so I don't know if I was really nervous. I, I remember I always, and I still do to this day, I have um, the night before dream about school. Like I'm in front of my classroom and I don't have anything prepared, <laughs> nothing ready. I still have that today after 26 years. Um but, you know, when it all, I think I was just more excited than anything. So let's go back a little bit. So let's talk about, I guess, our careers. I'll go first. I was a, uh, I taught middle school history. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're outside recording, so we got a little extracurricular, <laughs> some extracurricular recordings. You can hear the cicadas in the trees as well. It's a beautiful summer evening. But I uh, started teaching, I was uh, middle school history, and I did some junior high and fifth and sixth grade PE. And what was your background? I started off as an elementary teacher. I taught fourth grade, and then I um, became a school counselor, did that for a number of years, and then got my administrative degree, was that for many, many years. And um, just recently, this last year, I went back to school counseling, so I am currently a middle school counselor. And you're back with kids. And I'm back with kids, which I absolutely love. That's where you belong. So... I guess I'm going to start off with one thing that I guess I look back and I thought my first year, I thought that I needed to be an authoritative teacher and I needed to be the person that was kind of the center of the classroom. And I, I look back now 20 years later and realize how how wrong I was in, in wanting to be the the sole center of everything that happened in my classroom. And I've, I've realized that I have to give up uh, more control in my classroom to the kids because the kids have so many awesome ideas. And, and as a as a first year teacher, if you're listening to this, you know sometimes it's m- my best advice to some of our first year teachers here at Aurora High School or in, in middle school and elementary is just get out of the way in your classroom. So, what piece of advice would you have, Jen? Mm, I would say um, I have two really big, big pieces of advice. Um, first of all, the very first piece of advice is don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, because even though I'm going on my 26th year, I still ask a lot of advice of my fellow teachers, um, not only those who are veteran teachers, but also the new teachers. Um, it's okay not to have the answers to everything, and you won't. You're going to mess up. 
And it's really important that you get ideas from others and collaborate. My second piece of advice that I really hope every new teacher or new to a building um, takes heed to is that you have great ideas and that's why you were hired and you have fresh ideas. And don't be afraid to be yourself and don't be afraid to go out on a limb and to be unique and, and to kind of do your own thing. Um, so while I just said to collaborate with others, also be who you are. Don't try to be someone else. So how do you, how do you encourage teachers to do that? I guess, how do you foster that environment? Because it is, it's very intimidating coming in your first year. I remember when I came in, it was just, I, I guess I taught the way I was taught for, you know, when I was in high school. And so how do you, how do you get, those new teachers to think outside the box because I think too often and it's not a bad thing too often that that they'll um, get along with one of the lead teachers maybe on their team or in the building and they try to do everything that that teacher does or take that advice so what advice would you give to that teacher that you know kind of wants to think outside the box I would say go for it um, and, and it's okay to to have that person that you follow and and because that's really important too especially when you're just new and you're not quite sure how things work um, I think that that's really important um, but it's also important to take risks you know a, a principal hired you and when I was an administrator I hired many many teachers and one thing that I always looked for when we hired teachers was for someone who wasn't afraid to take some risks and to really make their classroom a joyful place um, for students and that joy comes from you know just being really open and honest with students and while you are the authoritative figure and you're setting those parameters that's all important but it's also important to um, be creative because students need that we need to foster that creativity um, you know little kids are naturally inquisitive and there's something that happens I have a 17 year old and 19 year old and there's something that happened right around middle school high school where they don't love school anymore and as parents and as teachers that makes us very sad and so I think what we lose is that inquisitiveness and sparking that joy of learning in students and so if you are that type of teacher who can do that or please do that. Do it. Do it. Let's back up a little bit. To okay. You talked about relationships. Why, are, I think, why am I being interviewed? <clears throat> I don't know. I okay. guess that's <laughs> putting you on the spot. <laughs> okay. you, you used to have so many years of experience, and I, I've always respected and admired <laughs> you. Obviously, you're my wife, but um, what building relationships with mm -hmm. kids? We always see it on social media. It starts with the relationships. How do you... What's the biggest piece of advice you can give to a first-year teacher that's walking in that classroom in two weeks saying, build relationships, build relationships. And I remember walking in going, okay, I'm, I'm in charge. I'm the boss. I didn't really figure out the relationship piece until about year three or four. What, what advice would you give to that first-year teacher? Hmm. See, to me, that was always first and foremost, but I, I taught elementary. And so those were my kids. You know, those were, those were my they were my babies. <laughs> so, you know, I would say, and it's, I think it's harder in middle school and high school when you don't have that same group of kids all day long. Um, it's harder to get to know them. But I would say really listen to them. Um, it's easy to get to know those more vocal kids. 
it's harder to get to know the real quiet students. Um, so really take some time to get to know them. Ask them questions. Um, sometimes they don't want to answer in front of other kids, and you have to respect that. So um, I found a way that I got to know students really, really well is through just a quick journaling. Like we'd start every day just a quick journal. You like that. And then I would journal back to them so I could really get to know them, their thoughts, their dreams, whatever it may be, their fears. Um, that's one way. Um, just talk to them and then listen to what they have to say. Um, going out to recess with them is really fun. <laughs> Inviting them to eat lunch with you, I think, is another great idea. You know, if you could do um, rotating students, and a lot of times they don't want one-on-one, -on -one, but if you could have maybe two or three students and just rotate it throughout, um, eat lunch with them every day, I think that's a great way to get to know kids, um, or go sit down with them at lunch. Some schools do the home visits before school starts. I've never done that. I always thought that was kind of a cool idea. Um, but they say that's a way to really build relationships with the whole family. Um, anytime you could have evening things with the families, get to know the kids. Too, yeah. Just. And then go into their activities, whatever it might be. If they're in robotics, go to their robotics competition. Or if they um, are in different sports or different activities, go to those. Or if they're dance recitals. Go to those kinds of things. Kids notice those things. Yep. And it's powerful. I, I remember seeing some of my teachers that came to activities, and it was just, I guess, it had a lasting impression on myself. So, okay, so first-year teachers, it's uh, go time for you in a couple weeks. Good luck. I guess my biggest piece of advice that I give you is enjoy the ride. It's been 20 years uh, since I got a phone call from Gary Monner saying that I was going to be a, a teacher, and I was I was so excited. I told him I think I'll be the best. I will be the best social studies teacher you're ever going to have. And I don't know. It was a, it was a process. I, I won't lie to you. It was uh, my first couple years were pretty rough, and I thought I was doing the right thing. And then about year three, it kind of hit me upside the head and said, "You're just not very good. You got to do some things differently to kind of connect with your kids." And so it's been uh, it's been a process. And and don't be afraid to change. Don't conform to um, certain labels or certain you know, standards in your, in your, in your school, in your district, um, you know, be that, be that teacher that kind of thinks outside the box. And, and I think you had, you had talked about earlier, don't be afraid to fail, try something different. And if it fails, it's okay. I think in school too much, we try to be too perfect. And so, you know, modeling how to handle failure is perfectly fine. So good luck, best of luck in your, uh, in your first year, all of you that are first year teachers, and maybe you're not a first year teacher, maybe you were a veteran teacher and listen to this and, and maybe uh, you got some ideas from this. So let us know how it goes and enjoy the 2019 20. 20 Have a great 1920 school year. School year.